there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Football season GM Shuffle podcast, a must-listen for every football fan. Hear former NFL executive Michael Lombardi go off on players, teams, coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, and here we go. The great Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His show, obviously, the Lombardi line is on this network as well. Weekdays at uh, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on the weekends at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Michael, Happy New Year. Thanks for the time. How are you? I'm great. Happy New Year to you both. Hope all is well. Yeah, you bet. We, we, Happy you know, New Year. We've talked a lot about the scenarios uh, in the first hour of the program today, and it's such a big game tonight. I'll tell you this. Where do you sit right now with how the Chargers are playing with Justin Herbert? As I pointed out, like if I if they would happen to land like in the six, I think they'd probably be the five. The way it shakes out. But if the loser of this game tonight is the three, who wants to play the Chargers? I, I don't think anybody does. I, I mean, and I've been and I've been fading them, believing that they play close games. And you know, like yesterday, six and a half point uh, favorite. At, you know, I don't think it was a home field for either one. But they just dominated. I mean, the Herbert, their defense has really played a lot better. Now they have Bosa back. They're rushing the passer more effectively. That game, they controlled that game from start to finish. I, I think with the, the talent that they have offensively, when Allen and Williams, I mean, Williams made some incredible catches yesterday. I mean, just rare catches. And then Allen controls the middle of the field. Look, I think they're playing as well as anybody right now. They're a hot team, and, and defensively is really where I think they've taken their game up. And Staley's not getting in the way. You know, he's not getting in the way and costing them games. So, yeah, I don't think anybody wants to play them at this point. Right now, as Paulie's told me before we went on air, they're five. You know, and so three plays five, I mean, four plays five. So that's the perfect place to be because you get the AFC South, even though you have to go to Jacksonville. I think the only thing that would concern me is if the Chargers have to go and play in cold weather and see how they handle that. How about Belichick might sneak in the playoffs after this, this season and what it's been like offensively? 
Yeah, you know, I think a lot of that, it's interesting how the league put Kansas City uh, and the Raiders on Saturday night, on Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. in Vegas, because if Kansas City wins that, they go to, they'll go to 14-3, and three and they'll have home field. Then that Buffalo game will be for seeding, right? I mean, to say Buffalo loses to, to Cincinnati, they go to 12-4, and four, and Cincinnati would be 12-4. and four. And Then that game doesn't mean anything, right? Or say Buffalo wins and they go to 13-3 and three and Kansas City wins, they can't beat Kansas City for the one seed. And so they're locked into the two seed, which means they're going to play seven, which they would repeat New England if New England beat them. So, and they know they can beat New England. So wouldn't you want New England to come in there as opposed to, you know, what are the other options? I just hope, I just hope we only get one AFC South entry. I, I, would, I, would, I would have a hard time thinking that Tennessee with Josh Dobbs at starting quarterback could yeah. be the seventh seed. Bills would be the three in that scenario. Uh, you're right, but that that's that's a possible too, depending on what happens tonight. So so what do I do with the Eagles now? Because uh, the Giants are probably sitting everybody. But what do I do with? Can I play Hurts? Do I have to get him in there for at least a half? Because if I win the game with Minshew and I'm the one, I don't have Hurts. He won't play for five five six weeks. Yeah, I think they probably have to go. I think they they'd never intended to go back to Hurts. I think the plan all along was to keep him out. I know they they tried to practice him, but I don't think we ever thought this scenario would happen. We always thought, at least I did, that the Giants would beat the Eagles in the last weekend to get themselves into the playoffs. I never thought the Giants would be in and the Eagles would need to win the game. <laughs> and I don't think the Eagles ever thought that either, right? Yeah. I didn't think the Eagles felt like this game. So the line's already at 14. The Giants are going to treat this game like a it's 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 all, I mean you're getting Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. If you like the if you like Philly, this line could go up to 16 before this, the ball gets kicked in the air because it's the Giants are going to play anybody. They're going to rest all their good players. They don't have a lot of good players, but they're going to rest them. This will be a Tyrod Taylor game. You won't see Barkley on the field. It'll be just run the clock, get it over, and get ready to play whoever they have to play, which is probably going to be Minnesota. And you know that game, they were a five and a half point dog to Minnesota the last time they played them. And I think they walk into Minnesota with a lot of confidence thinking they can win that game. Oh, so do I. And yeah. I don't think that point spread would be higher than three this time around. I don't know how you can make it much higher I than agree. That. Yeah, the, the yeah, Vikings I agree. Are, yeah, so they're total frauds. Uh, what do you think about Green Bay today? You know, I, I was – you know, Green Bay played – obviously they play well. I, I – you know, to me it'll be – this will be a fun game to watch this week because, you know, Detroit – you know, Detroit still plays well. You know, now Detroit's got to go up to Green Bay. Can they beat them? I mean, Green Bay, I'm not sold that their defense, because I think Minnesota, well, I've never seen a 12-4 and 4 team get routed like this. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen this. Like, they're a, I mean, I know, I, I said on the air, there's something about the color purple. You know, TCU's fortunate. Let's face it, they're very fortunate. They, they, they deserve to be there, but they're for, you got to say they're fortunate. Mm-hmm. And the purple people eaters in Minnesota are really fortunate, right? The color purple really comes through for you. And, <laughs> I, and I, I just think they're frauds. I mean, I just you watch them. You know, you don't get beat like that in, in, in any game. No. I, I don't think anybody's scared to play them. And just by, by saying that, they find a way to win close games, but I, I don't think anybody fears them. There's no doubt. I don't think anybody fears Tampa, even though Tampa won yesterday and scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, the, the Carolina was without corners in the yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, they're playing yeah. two backup corners, and if they just stop Mike Evans from, from catching the nine ball, they're going to win that game. I mean, Carolina played well. I, I'm not sold on Tampa either. That's my takeaway, too. I totally agree with you. You can't let them get behind you time and time again. I don't care who's out. That's the only thing. That hurts you. Who's the coach of the year now? 
Well, I, I got to think Dayball wins it. I mean, look, the wow. Giants are not very good. They're nine and six and one. I mean, they'll go. They'll end up the season nine seven and one because I don't think it'll matter. But I mean, look, you could make the argument that Staley's team's hot. You know, he's not going to get any votes. Or you could, if Zach Taylor ends up winning out, you could make the case for Zach Taylor too. I, I don't think you're going to make the case for Sirianni because of the team slip. Now, the Lane Johnson injury is more prohibitive. Than what we think. I mean, Minshew got sacked six times yesterday. Yep. Now, Hurts would have gotten out of those sacks, but their offense was stalling because they couldn't block that front, especially on the right side of their line. And, and Lane Johnson, he's going to try to play with an abdomen. I don't know if that's going to work or not. Great point by you. Uh, how about another guy who was recently banged up with the ribs at quarterback, Mike White? Do you look at that performance yesterday and say, well, maybe he's still hurt or he is simply just not the guy for the Jets? I, I got to believe that to me, let, uh, less of Mike White entices you, more of Mike White made you need, know you need a quarterback. I, I think, you know, to me, there's a 20 game rule with quarterbacks. You know, guys can have a good, great game, mm-hmm. but then you've got to be able to prove it over time and in a tough environment. I mean, they, could, they couldn't move the ball yesterday. And that's not a good defense in Seattle. I hate to break the news to Jet fans, but yeah. that's not a good defense. And to not be able to move the ball, and for all the talk about the Jets being this elite defense, they sure didn't look elite yesterday at all. What happened? Uh, what happened to this defense down the stretch? Terrible. Couldn't stop yeah. Lawrence in the Thursday night game. And then Walker gashes him right off the bat yeah. in a huge game. Yeah, I mean, look, to me, when you when you break them down, I mean, I think sometimes you feel like you get these numbers and you rack them up. I mm-hmm. mean, Detroit moved the ball when they had to move the ball on them. I mean, Detroit moved That's the ball. That's true. Was, That's true. Seattle, Seattle gained three. Uh, they, you know, they, I know they only averaged four nine a play. They controlled the ball for almost 34 minutes. You know, and the game's not really as close as the score because Seattle's two for five in the red zone. I mean, the Jets only made it to the red zone one time, and they couldn't make any plays. And, you know, when you go out to Seattle and you try to throw the ball 46 times with Mike White, you're destined to lose the game. Yeah, I was surprised by how bad. How bad How bad was Carson Wentz, though? I mean, I think Carson Wentz. I mean, I don't know how many more chances Carson Wentz is going to get. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, this is it's kind of fascinating, right, guys? I mean, you know, Ron Rivera's not going to make the playoffs again. And he's only been, when you go over his career, I mean, I know he's, he's treated like royalty in the National Football League, but when you break down his career, he, hasn't had, he doesn't have winning seasons. He's had three winning seasons in his career as a head coach. I mean, when you break it down, he had the great season in 13, they went 12-4, and four, lost the playoff game. 15, they're 15-1. And then 17, he's 11-5. and five. But since then, he hasn't had an above 500 record. That's this will be this will be the the fifth season that he hasn't been above 500 as a head coach. Wow. Uh, any thoughts or any strong opinion on tonight's game? Two of the best teams in the entire league playing in Cincinnati. That point spread right around one one and a half. The Bills are favored. You know, I just think Cincinnati is playing at a high level. I think they just the game out in the second half. They do a great job. And if Josh Allen keeps turning this ball over and making mistakes, now he makes great plays. Don't get me wrong. But this will be fun. The two quarterbacks, I just think since he's playing just a tight, a little bit better right now, and, and I think since he's a hot team, I'd I, I take the Bengals in the point. Yeah. Do you think, do you think Burrow can steal the MVP from Mahomes, or is it, just, is it over with? I'm looking right now, Mahomes is like minus $8 to win this award. I mean, I think if he wins this game and they win out and, and something happens, you know, look, uh, I, I think Burrow certainly got, has a lot of consideration, but Mahomes – Yesterday, they struggled again. I mean, how good is Kansas City? Do we think they're – I mean, they struggled to beat Houston. Yeah. You know, I know they covered to beat Seattle last week, which was the first time they've covered as a doll, as a favorite. But, you know, there's vulnerability. I mean, look, I think the Raiders will give them a hell of a game this week. I think the Raiders proved so. yesterday that 
that that all this rhetoric about nobody likes the coach and all this rhetoric, everybody's unhappy in the locker room because they, they demoted Carr. That sure as hell didn't look like it yesterday watching that team put 500 yards on the best defense in all of football. Think about that. With yep. a backup quarterback, Stidham looked legit yesterday, Michael. He did, and, and what it proves is it's no different than Purdy. When you get the guy to run the offense and he does what you ask him to do and he gives players a chance to make a catch, you know, the Waller throw down the seam. You know, Waller goes up and gets it. Adams, chance to make the play and doesn't throw the ball out of bounds. You got a chance. You know, Stidham was 66% completion. Carr, on the other hand, all year had been at 60. Carr threw a lot of bad balls last year, this year. Yep, agreed. Thanks for the spot as always. Happy New Year, and we'll be watching and listening to the show today. Thanks, guys. Thank you. There you go. Well done. Lamarty line, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, Monday through Friday, right here on VSIN. Now, was that a one off, though, for Stidham? Because he said Mike White, I he can have glimpses of where he looks really, really good. But I don't over, think so. Yeah. I just you see how the, you see the weapons that they have, and yeah, that's a playoff team. And, and, and Carr killed them this year. Don't yeah. forget this. Uh, people were tweeting this out yesterday. He was the number one quarterback recruit in his class when he came out. Like he was ranked ahead of Joe Burrow. I mean, he's so he has that the pedigree to where people thought he could be a really good quarterback. I know well, it's a long time ago, and well, quickly too. What if Shanahan's going to run out here and get the two seed? He's got a shot, coach of the year as well. We have opening numbers for Week 18 in the NFL up next. The look-ahead line was 1.5. It's now 13.5. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsen.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits and all the way VSEN's here to make you a smarter, better year round. Get up there, vsen.com. Okay, we'll spend spend uh, plenty of time here talking about the Week 18 numbers in the NFL and uh, playoff scenarios that we have and some of the look-ahead numbers, and this is why betting this stuff on the look-ahead line 
late in the season, last week going into this week, you have so many unbelievable opportunities if they fall right for you. We'll, we'll get into that here and tell you about some of them that have really changed. One of which is Dallas at Washington. The look-ahead line had the commanders a four-and-a-half-point favorite because the thought was they, they would beat Cleveland as a small home favorite yep. and they'd be alive to make the playoffs. Dallas would maybe sit uh, everybody because the Eagles could clinch the number one seed. Not the case. Cowboys are still alive to get the one seed with a win at Washington and an Eagles loss and a 49ers loss. I know there's a lot there, but the Cowboys would then be your one seed. Okay, This is what uh, Michael Lombardi was talking about in the previous segment, questioning uh, Ron Rivera as a head coach, the overall record. It has not been pretty for a lot of individual seasons. And when you hear something like this after a loss, you kind of have to scratch your head and say, how did he not know that? Ron Rivera was surprised to hear that the team could be eliminated this week. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. Didn't know. He was asked about Sam Howell playing this week if they were eliminated. He pauses for five seconds. Wait, seriously? We can be? Okay. That uh, that's bizarre. It really is. I don't. Would you, would you have changed your? Would you have changed the thought process during the game yesterday? And maybe if you pull Wentz earlier with the three interceptions. My God. Yeah. Now to answer your question, you posed earlier though as well. This Dallas defense, Dobbs shouldn't come in and look like that. And the other thing, remember what Minshew did against them. Now you know he didn't have uh, yep. Lane Johnson. They couldn't get a first down in the first half at home against the Saints. No, every every and Minshew's possession. going up and down the field against them two weeks ago. Oh, the gun, guns up. Yeah, yeah. So the Eagles game yesterday, it, every single possession in the first half was like three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. They could do nothing moving yep. the ball, and they broke one on that seventy-six yarder to AJ Brown. But that was listless yesterday from that offense. And by the way, um. I, does Jalen Hurts not have a great case for the MVP now? How does he not? I, I would say no. this. I don't want to hear people say that Brock Purdy can win the rookie of the year, but Jalen Hurts can't win the MVP. It's a total contradiction. Y- you can't have it both ways. And tell me that a guy can win an award for only playing six games, but yet Jalen Hurts not playing two games, he's out of the loop? How does that make sense? Well, that that's a fascinating matchup uh, if it's Tampa at home against Dallas. What'd they say on the broadcast Thursday? Dallas hasn't won a road playoff game since 1993. So you have that streak. Yeah, it's been McCarthy, a generation. Yeah, McCarthy on the hot seat, and would that be it for Brady? Like Rodney Harrison said, said would he change teams? And Okay, I make the point spread Dallas minus three at Tampa. What do you do? I want Dallas. You do? Yes, I think that was a fluke, what they did because of the Carolina injuries and getting uh, the 200 yards to Evans. So Carolina should have won that game. Here, here's the deal with Dallas again. They opened up seven last night. It came all the way down to four. It's now right. on the uptick again to five and a half or six at some spots. Are we sure the Giants are sitting everybody, though? That's the other thing. Likely. Well, likely. But I, I would say yes. I mean, it would make sense. And then it could right. be, it also could be four. This is great from in play. This could be 14 nothing Eagles in the first quarter. Yeah. And then does Dallas decide to punt? Well, this hurts play. That's I, that's I would have to play him. If he's, if he's close to 90%, I have to get him in there because I'm going to win the game. I can't have him five five weeks without playing. I don't play till yeah. January 21st, likely. You know, guys, let's fire up the uh, Sirianni here because he was, uh, yeah, he was asked about that yesterday after the game, what it would mean to get Jalen Hurts back for this contest against the Giants. 
Jalen's playing, been playing obviously really good football the entire year, and he's one of our better players, and uh, you know, and he's a leader of our football team. So it would, you know, again, um, we'll see, we'll see what happens, and it would be obviously be good to to have him back just because of the type of person and the type of leader he is. I'm sorry. If he's medically cleared to play, will Jalen Hurts play? Yeah, if Jalen's able to go, he'll he'll go. If he if he's medically cleared, there you go. He's going to play. I think they they got to do it. That was Uncle Sal with the question. Oh yeah, okay. There you go. Well, it's Uh, the same thing with Lamar Jackson, isn't it? I I know I'm in the playoffs, but I I, Lamar Jackson's just going to reappear in the playoffs. If if Lamar, I have to get Lamar Jackson in there. So I would agree with that. That's the same scenario because their offense is broken without him. Paul, here's here's where I I really hate myself. And when we talked about the scenarios last week. The Eagles were minus one and a half against the Giants. Again, the thought was here they would beat the Saints at home. They clinched the one, then they would sit everybody, and the Giants still might need the game to get in the playoffs. And we said yeah. on the air, like, that doesn't really make that much sense because a lot of other things could happen uh, to kind of avoid that scenario. I'm sitting here on the air with Matt Humans on Friday, and it was two and a half. I think it was two and a half on Thursday night. I'm like, I, got, I have to bet the Eagles right now. We're talking about it. I go, I have to bet them. They moved it to three. So then I backed off. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to bet three now because I missed two and a half. <laughs> so now I missed three and it's 13 and a half, 14. Yeah, yeah. I love myself for that yeah, move, okay. huh? Yeah, yeah. Lombardi's right. Maybe we get 16 and a half once the announcement comes down that no one's playing. Yeah. My God. The look-ahead line, Seattle and the Rams. Seattle was three. They opened up five last night in the game. They're now laying six and a half. Yeah. Total 41 and a half. Yeah. I, uh, I think they'll win and cover. Now the first the first game was hairy. Uh, Geno had to rally him late. You're right. But that defense, Walker was phenomenal. Defense played lights out. So I think they'll they'll get it home, and then it'll come down to Green Bay needing a win. And uh, who knows? Maybe Carroll can get in here and sneak in. I think Green Bay would take out the Lions, who then be eliminated with the Seattle win. Right. But uh, I think Seattle will cover. Look ahead line had the Jets minus one against the Dolphins. Well. That you can kiss that bye bye because uh, the Dolphins opened up four. They're actually down to three right now. Dolphins at home against the Jets. What are you seeing on the Dolphins to make the playoffs? Do you see plus one hundred five? Yeah, plus one hundred five. Lombardi, Lombardi, he had a point there. If the Bills lose this game tonight, then the Bills are going to be the three seed. Might punt on the New England game and opens the door for the Patriots. Yeah. But the Bills win, they can they're gonna get the one seed because they'll beat New England. Sure. But the Bill are the Bills gonna go out there if they lose to the Bengals? Cincinnati still has to play the Ravens. But I don't think Buffalo might sit people Sunday if they lose tonight. Interesting. And then that really opens a door for Belichick. Do you get the backups in the second half? The other thing is do you want to lay points with Skylar Thompson? And who are the Jets playing at quarterback? Right, correct. Do they put yes. Zach Wilson back in there? Well, then I would like the Dolphins. If it's Zach Wilson, I would right, like him yeah. more. I would like the Dolphins more if it's Zach Wilson compared to Mike White. Again, yeah. Mike White was not. That's that's kind of alarming. Yesterday, I mean, the Seahawks defense is no good. Do you believe the beat I'm going to take on these? Can you believe this? Uh, on which one? I have Miami over eight and a half wins. Oh boy! I have Miami to make the playoffs. I have the Patriots to miss the playoffs. I have the Patriots under eight and a half wins. I'm going to go zero and four. This oh. is like a five thousand dollar swing. This is unbelievable. <clears throat> This is unbelievable. I didn't know you had all of that. I have all of it, and I'm going to go 0-4, likely. Oof. I was 8-3. and three. Yeah, oh. you're, you're sitting there 8-3 and three with the Dolphins. I have over 8.5 wins. I have plus 130 in the playoffs. I have New England under 8.5. I have New England to miss the playoffs. Oh, my God. 
that's a kick in the yeah yeah bread basket. How things have changed in a couple. And they of were eight and three. They were five eight straight. And three. Tua gets injured. Yes. And now I got wow. Skylar Thompson for the ticket. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> or at boy. least one of them. Can I yeah. get? A, can I get a win? Brutal. It's like uh, that. That to me sounds like the Crazy Eyes Killer episode on on Kirby Enthusiasm. How, I don't like that scenario for me. I don't like the <laughs> way that scenario good, sounds. Like, oh, that's gonna turn out. Yeah, that's uh, uh, a tough game. But I got to see number one who the Jets play at quarterback. And yeah, but they, the Jets are the Jets. know. I mean, they're eliminated. And they're, they they blew the season. They did. Oh, the, totally. The Jets were uh, quickly. The Jets were seven and four. They've lost five in a row now, and the one the losing that game at New England ten three, with the punt on the return, walk off punt on the walk off punt return. I mean, just make one play, Zach Wilson. You're in the playoffs. Jacksonville playing great football right now. They yes. opened up six and a half last night against Tennessee. They're seven totals thirty eight and a half. They're hot. I want no part of Tennessee. Yeah. Well, the only part of me that would say I know that what Michael's saying about Josh Jobs, I would actually prefer Tennessee with Dobbs than Malik. Oh, have to. It's a no-brainer. Oh, it's a no-brainer. Put it this way. If it was Malik Willis, it's not even a consideration. Oh, they know, Mitch. That's why he didn't play. They know. Oh, no, no. I know. Yeah, you're you're. You don't don't take the guy in off the street and put him in there. Yeah. Unless he's going to start the... uh, the game for no, no. The they 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 knew that they could not go yeah. to war with this kid in week eighteen, and they had to see what Dobbs could give them. Yeah. Bottom line, but I mean, to my point, like if Willis was playing, I would absolutely be involved in Jacksonville money line parlays without mm-hmm. hesitation. With Dobbs, probably still the same way, but not nearly as uh, happy yeah. as I would have been. Yeah. Uh, and then you know what? Okay, so that's we'll get to that point right now. A lot of those we have many other games to get into the. The Packers game against the Lions, where that opened up and where that number is heading right now. And again, the look ahead here, uh, the number was one on another game. Well, that's now sitting at seven and a half or eight. My God, these things change based on what happens, you know, in week 17 before you can blink. We'll run down the other games here coming up for week 18 in the National Football League next on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. is Follow the Money on VSEN. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup. Watch the action unfold as you play for your share of 115000 all season long. Guinness made a more. DraftKings.com for details. I mean, I'm with you. I could do an hour on this, on the scenarios and the Week 18 and all the numbers and and uh, again, I guess they're going to wait until after the Monday night game to come out with the Week 18 schedule. Well, explain why that could be a mistake. Sure, this is because they, the only thing they've done so far is they waited until three Eastern to flex two games on Saturday with the doubleheader. The first game Saturday is Raiders Las Vegas, uh, uh, Las Vegas Kansas City. But if the Bills lose tonight, Kansas City wins. Kansas City is in the clubhouse as the one seed. Right. Right. So then it really affects how the B- Buffalo treats their game against New England and could open the door for Belichick. Absolutely it does. And then and- people are up in arms about what they did with the Saturday night game with Jacksonville at home to Tennessee, winner gets a division, saying, hey, look at the extra rest here, and Tennessee's playing a Thursday night, and people are up in arms about that, that that's the Saturday night game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then <clears throat> more numbers that we have. Openers compared to where they were last week, the look-aheads, Week 18 here, the Packers are at home to the Lions. Many people think this is going to be flexed into the Sunday night spot, which, again, I think would be completely unfair to the Lions. I agree, but uh, I think and, they and will. And the Seahawks. I'm sorry, but I think, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think they'll do it anyways with the uh, 
ratings juggernaut with the Packers and, and Rodgers. Yeah. If, if Seattle wins, Detroit eliminated. Right. So Detroit takes the field Sunday night with nothing to play for. If that happens, where does this number go to then? Good point. Like, let's say it's sitting five the entire week. Does it, does it in that, yeah. in that small window, does it all of a sudden bump up to six, six and a half? Does yeah. it touch seven? Standalone game? Yeah. I mean, I, and I, the, the public, they're, they're going to bet Green Bay all week long anyway. That's how it works with a team like that. At draft, the, sorry. Um, at DraftKings, uh, Lions 9-1 to one to make the playoffs. 9-1. Nine 9-1. to, one. Nine to one. So they get in. They need a three-team part. Well, two-team part. They have to win, and Seattle has to lose. Yeah. Uh, unlikely. Yeah, okay. We've seen crazy things happen, though. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. Now, they were minus one last week. They reopened two and a half against Cleveland. This number is still kind of off the board. You see anything right now? Love the under. See forties. Yeah, that can't be. That can't be right. That's going to move. Yeah, it'd be better right now at DraftKings. I mean, wow. <laughs> Watson didn't do anything. That Wentz number. kept turning the ball over. Yeah. You can't put up a forty with the way the Steelers are playing offensively. And it's a great story here with Tomlin. And can he do it again? They haven't had a losing record since two thousand three. They started two and six. They can get in the playoffs. I mean, how did this happen with Pittsburgh? What a turnaround. No kidding. I'm, I, so this number, for the most part, I'm not seeing it on the screen anywhere. But if you can get 40 right now on the total. Did you see a point spread, too? Or? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half right around there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do with Indy taking on the Texans? <laughs> oh, my God. It's two and a half. Uh, so Sam Ellinger against uh, a team that wants the number one pick and uh, certainly laid down yesterday. What a horrible performance by Houston. Yeah. My God. Nice job, Lovey, kicking the 56-yard field goal down 28-0. Sure, why not? The, yeah. we want to get Something a, we to build get, on, Lovey. That a right. kid. Um, yeah, we don't want to get a shutout. Actually, so let me let me correct myself. The look-ahead was 2.5. Colts now 3. Are we going to get more than 38.5 points in this game? Well, this is just run the ball and go home, right? Oh, it's the My tea God. times are made. 1-2-3 Cancun written all over it. Where are the Saturday people? Where are the, uh, I told you so, ESPN people because he beat the Raiders in his first game. Mm-hmm. Where are those people at? This embarrassment. This travesty. Which were this mocking, just disgrace what Ursay did here. Well, they, they throwing this guy in here and getting blown out every day. Well, big, big, by far, in a way, a bigger disgrace is the fact that the reports are still out there that Ursay is going to consider him next year. Yeah, no. I mean that's going to be protesting across the country if that happens. You, this is an absolute abomination. What's going on? But also, they, I, I think they've surpassed the Broncos as the biggest flop in the entire league this year. Yeah, the most disappointing team. Yes, it's that disgusting and that ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this number is too high. It is. I, I wish the Raiders, uh, if they won the game yesterday, but do you make it at where it is right now? The Chiefs are going to play again on Saturday here in Las Vegas. They're laying 10, total is 50. Raiders can win this game. Uh, 10's outrageous. Is you're right. The Raiders always play them tough. Or they have been this stretch uh, going back the last few years. Short week road game. For Kansas City, and the fact that I don't, I don't trust the defense, and I think Stidham's gonna. If you move it against San Francisco, what's he gonna do against Kansas City? And again, since I, I was fortunate enough to win that future here in the blackjack tournament, I'm watching every play of every game with Kansas City. I don't like what I see. Too many mental mistakes, dumb penalties, special teams. They fumble a punt deep in their own territory. They uh, Mahomes, with, I give him a, he's the man, he's the MVP. Mahomes with a red zone interception, but there's too many mistakes where if you play a good team, it's going to get you. Beat. Sure, sure. So, but be be enormous though to get the one seed. Look ahead line: San Francisco against Arizona. Niners were ten and a half. Oh boy, that has ballooned up to thirteen and a half. Well, who is it? Is it Blau? Is it? Uh, 
Is it McCoy? Just put Blau in there and end the season. Well, I'll credit the Cardinals for actually showing up yesterday. That that ticket, I mean, the, the Falcons went from, what, three, three and a half all the yep. way up to six and a half in the game, and they were lucky to win, win the contest. So they're actually not... Uh, and they played tough against the, the Buccaneers on Christmas. You should have won that game, too. Mm. So they're playing hard here down the stretch, but the Niners can obviously still be the one seed in the NFC. Chargers at Denver. Bron- think about this. Broncos on the look ahead last week, they were two and a half. Chargers opened up three, and now they're three minus 120. Total is 40 and a half. As they should be. I'm with Michael Lombardi. Get the five seed. Very important. Rather play Jacksonville. You do not want to. They are currently Cincinnati the five seed. Or, Cincinnati or Buffalo, maybe? No. Right, right. Right. So, right. You want status quo. You right. want the current standings to look exactly like they are when the playoffs start. You do not want to slide back down to the six mm-hmm. because there is a massive difference between going to the uh, AFC South winner and then either playing either with Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. I mean, come on. Amen, brother. I'm hot. Keep keep the uh, keep it going too. I don't want to take a week no, off that's, and lose okay. my mojo either. Yep. So the look ahead line had Atlanta minus one or a pick 'em against Tampa Bay <laughs> after what happened yesterday. Now Atlanta's all the way up to eight. Well, you get your wish. You get Tampa Bay here without Brady. You thought they'd be the worst team in the league. You get Gabbard. You get to see Gabbard now. The hero oh. saving people. Uh, do we? I would. Well, I did, you can't play Brady. Okay. Here's Tom Brady. How he would feel if he was told the to rest next week. I mean, it's always up to coach, but yeah, that would bother me. I've, I missed the game other than my ACL. And uh, yeah, and then 2016, I missed the first four games. So other than that, I played them all. He wants to play. No. He wants to play. I think that'd be a mistake. I, you know, if the Cowboys can't get healthy, that secondary could also, I mean, I, I, it was one game, I get it. To see that connection again from Brady to Evans work like it was yesterday against a decimated secondary. But where was it? I mean, they haven't been doing it all year. Well, it also helps that the other team didn't have it. But that's, Ewans and I talked about this last week on Friday. It's like, why this team, they come back in the fourth quarter and, you know, have a chance to win so many of these games. That's when they go like up-tempo and they they just keep chucking it to Godwin and Evans. But play like that the entire game. I hear you. Uh, we talked about the Dallas game against Washington. That's now six again. Commanders were four and a half last week. Saints were minus three against Carolina. Now they're minus five. Mm. Uh, four and a half at some spots. Yeah. I no, no opinion. No, it means just, nothing. Yep. Uh, Bills were minus 10 last week. Now they're seven and a half against the Patriots. Tough call. And again, risky. Why putting this Kansas City game Saturday? Which if the Bills win tonight, okay, no problem. And I think they'll bury the Patriots. But what does Buffalo do if they lose this game? And how do they treat mm-hmm. it? I don't know. And Cincinnati opened up, but it's off the board right now, but they opened up seven last night against Baltimore. They're minus $7 to win the division yeah. at DraftKings. And I don't know what, what, what Baltimore would do in that final game at quarterback and what the status is of Jackson. But they need him back in the worst way. There's, just, there's no threat there with the passing game. It's just Andrews and that's it. That's it. That's it. If they do get Lamar Jackson back. Well, that's the other thing. Can they about, be dangerous? With this defense? Absolutely. I think they can Since be the too. Smith trade? Yep. They've been awesome defensively. I think Baltimore has turned into a forgotten team that nobody is talking about. And if they would make yeah. a deep run, I would not be surprised for a second. I wouldn't be. That's the other thing. If I if if he can play, I gotta get him in there and get him some reps. Because Jackson be a miss a lot more. T- think about what Hurts would have to win. Agreed. 
That's what Jackson would have to win. We're just gonna. Oh, there he is. He he shows up now after two months in a playoff game. Yep. And uh, Minnesota, they they were two and a half at Chicago on the oh. uh, yeah on the look ahead. They opened up pick last night, taking some money. They're minus one forty six and a half as a total. Wow. Uh, certainly looked like the Bears wanted the number one pick too, with that lousy performance against the Lions. I mean, they hurt. Fields has the hundred yards in the first quarter, trying to get him the record, and that's it. I mean, you, they can't stop anything no. or anybody. It's a lousy defense. I don't think if you're Minnesota, you want to come limping into the playoffs, though, either. I that was so. horrendous. That yep. was everything. Every special teams touchdown, Jefferson one Kench. No defense. No. Nope. Ugly. Everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong for the Vikings. And by the way, they've had multiple games like that this year. Think about the Cowboys game. They hit, they're 12-4. and four. They have a negative right. point differential, which yes. is impossible. Yes. We'll continue here on Follow the Money. It's uh, January 2nd, but we do have four bowl games on the board to bet on and some heavy movement with the point spreads here. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home of the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, they have you covered. Great promotions. The Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, the Sunday football parlay insurance, great house specials as well. At Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. Paulie, we are down to five bowl games remaining. That includes the national title game a week from tonight. That number is currently sitting Georgia minus 13 or 13 and a half. Total is 62 and a half. Opened up 14 at some spots, including right here where we broadcast from at Circa. Uh, if it goes back to 14, would you take the Horn Frogs? Can they be live in this game against the Dogs? Does it help or hurt them the short turnaround? I mean, you have the huge win and you. You beat Michigan. I think it kind of helps them. Yeah, now you got to come back. You got to play. I think it helps Georgia. 
come oh, back you do? out there right after how bad they were defensively. That's come back. Yeah, out. yeah. That was the whole wow. schedule so funky. How they've done this, right? Well, we it, got we got games that we just had the playoff. They put it up against the ball dropping. Now we got games today, today. and then you, you have the short turnaround between the semifinal and the national title, when it's usually a long gap. Right. You have yeah. three day games today pretty much going on at the same exact time. Then you have the right. Rose Bowl, which Wait. will lead right into the Monday night game. Oh, it'll run into it, absolutely. Oh, and the, the Rose the, Bowl will take four hours. Come on. The pomp and the circumstance, the halftime no doubt. and all this, yeah. And what if we get a crazy game, overtime, whatever? It could yeah. go on until like, the end of the first quarter in the NFL game. Who the hell knows? Which, by the way, so I grabbed Penn State when it was three early on, plus three. All right. But now they're favored at some spots. And, I mean, the comment from, you know, Kyle Whittingham, who's a great coach, should have defeated Ohio State last year. In the, in the, well, they had their chances. I mean, they were up by 14, what, three or four different times, I think, in the game. Unbelievable game last year. And he's talked about how much it would mean to him to win the Rose Bowl. So I might come back and see if I can find a middle spot here today. Very good coach. The 11-4 in bowls total. Big move. 48.5 up to 53.5 uh, with the total. And they were great in the Pac-12 title game, taking out USC. They ran all over them in that game. Will they have similar success on the ground and, and uh, be able to beat up Penn State? Penn State's interesting. Where you look at not a lot of uh, not much on the resume, but they had a good record, and you consider who they lost to. Right. That's it. They lost to the two big boys. But as Brad Powers said Thursday, it's Franklin against a top 15 team, and we know how that goes. Well, and it's also Franklin against Whittingham. Yeah, that's and right. Th- there is a big difference there. Whittingham is one of the absolute very best coaches in the entire country. James Franklin is not. And also, mm-hmm. uh, one of their stud players on defense, uh, Joey Porter, he's skipping the game, getting ready for the draft. So that kind of stings. But now Utah, I mean, looking at the screen right now, at some spots, again, minus one. Other, it went through the money line, now plus one. Yeah. yeah. I agree is, with the move on the total, though. I think there'll be plenty of points. I, yeah, I don't disagree. Don't disagree. Yeah. Um, did you bet anything on this Illinois-Mississippi State game? Because I'm I'm like Brad Powers, and I got off of it because of Brad. I was on Illinois, I pick him right away. But then when we had Brad on, one of his appearances, it was either, I think it was probably two weeks ago, he said, well, you know, we no, it was last week. I, I can change my opinion. I can change my mind on this, right? Because it was looking like it was going to be nothing but like a mass exodus for Illinois, and then not, you know, they, or, or the other way around, I should say. Right. After the Mike, Mike Leach news, and then it just made more sense because people are going to skip the game for the Illini, and Mississippi State probably wants the game now because of what happened to Mike Leach. Well, I, that, that's right. I don't know what to expect out of them. Are they still playing with heavy hearts, and you, they don't want to be there? I, you know, they made me too much emotion. I don't know. It's, it's I, now up to three. Yeah. But you lose your coach, and they come out and win one for him as well. I mean, Illinois with the running back, Brown uh, opted out. That's right. Uh, good defense. I don't know, maybe they come out there flat and maybe the emotion works against them. I know I hate to, I hate to go with that angle, but it's just well, it, it's it's a terrible news here when guy passes away before the game. Yeah, both teams missing their defensive coordinators, Illinois, a couple of other key opt-outs here in the secondary, Devin Witherspoon, Sidney Brown, they're going to be out as well. So think about that. You take a couple of key guys out of the secondary, now here comes the air raid playing with emotion after Mike Leach passing and now the defensive backs coach yeah. is now the defensive coordinator as well. So you have all those angles going, and now Mississippi State all the way up to a three-point favorite like you talked about. The Tulane-USC game, this total now is sitting at some spot. Boy, it's all over. I'm I'm looking at 63.5 all the way up to 65.5. 
in this game between these two teams. And Tulane on the year, they finished 24th in yards per play, 6.38 yards per play, in fact. And they had 10.13 yards per play in the American Athletic Championship game against UCF. That was a great showing. Last year, against Alex Grinch's Oklahoma defense, Tulane had 35 points and almost 400 yards of offense. Does that mean anything today? We'll find out when they play. Tulane was also top 15 in defense by yards per play, but they faced the 28th ranked schedule, according to Jeff Sagarin. And don't forget that USC, they were right there with Tennessee and Ohio State for like best offenses in the entire country. Yeah, I see points in this one. So you have plenty of opt-outs, but Williams is going to play. And what what a story with Tulane. Two wins last year. And they come in here and they're representing the little guy uh, with with the smaller conferences and see if they can get this done and pull the upset against USC. But... You know, it, it's a tough handicap because you think USC would just have better players, even though with guys out, though. But, uh, but how bad their defense was, why, again, you can make the case for the over. Sure. I mean, if they don't force turnovers, they're horrendous. They're, it's a bad defensive. Oh, it's, they're terrible defensively. Yeah, and it was a great story what they did with Williams and, and certainly Riley coming in and turning it around like that, and they almost made the playoff. But if they don't force turnovers, they can't stop anything. Yeah, don't forget, when they got out to that lead against Utah in the Pac-12 title game, they were outscored, like, what, 44-7 down the stretch? For the remainder of the game, they were it was a total blitzkrieg job, and they had no answers for Utah's offense whatsoever. So mm-hmm. uh, I would kind of expect the same thing today. There's right. no Jordan Addison in the game, for, yep. so they're going to be missing him at wideout. He is uh, one of the best in the country, but still they have playmakers, and Williams is so good as long as he's playing. I mean, again, if you want to hop in right now, I'm looking at 63.5 as the low water mark, maybe a 64. I think uh, those numbers are definitely bettable to go over in this game. Yeah, the other game's a fiasco. The Citrus Bowl is an absolute fiasco. Open six, it's up to 15. Brom leaves. The D.C. leaves. The quarterback's out. The wide receivers opted out. The tight ends, tight ends out. Playing. I mean, come on. Yeah, I grabbed LSU when it was minus eight. When the, oh, there you go. When it looked like, you okay. know, this could get really out of control. So I bet him then. Do I come back now and grab more than 14 points with Purdue or just take my chances with the eight? I think Kelly's going to have him fired up. They have opt-outs too, but Daniels, the quarterback, is yeah. going to be back, so... I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be in, in a good mood today, Brian Kelly. Yeah, it's an interesting discussion again, which I always like to revisit. You know, and and talking to uh, our guy Fitz yesterday, and also uh, professional better E. E still can't get over the the guy not hedging with the uh, survivor. Oh yeah, but it's yeah. like you know, it's like, are you a gambler? or Are you a better? To me, you're a better, right? If you want to get the best of the number here. You already did that, and then if you want to come back in, play, or grab the 15, sure. why not? That's what but I might like, do. Wh- the- why gamble? Like with Survivor, why'd you gamble? If there's $500,000 on the street, you pick it up. And that guy, uh, unfortunately, didn't do that. No, I know. Uh, I know. And how that played out now. And that, that to me, it, I, I thought he made a great point about be a better. Don't be a gamble. Don't, no need to gamble here. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I could look at both games, right? I'm holding Penn State plus three. I actually like Utah now where the number's at. So, again, I could maybe hope for like a 28-27 Utah win. So take them plus one and then get to three. Um, I know it's got to fall right there, so it's not that I don't have a lot of operating room. But then if I do that game and come back on Utah, I think I probably have to be consistent then, right? And come back with Purdue if I wanted at 15. I can do what I want. Make up my own rules, obviously. Yeah, but that's that's a juicy. But, those are all key numbers. Yeah, too, it's, like, it's like um, you can get all the CLV yeah. in the world. I had San Francisco minus five and a half in the game yesterday. I never took plus 10 with the Raiders. Well, I mean, looking back at it, that was a mistake. 
Uh, I've had that a, a few times. Going back to last year when I had the Bills, I had 10.5 points of closing line value with the Bills mm-hmm. against Jacksonville. I didn't, I didn't come back on the other side. Didn't do it. They lost the game outright. That CLV championship title, put it. you can stick it right in the dumpster and light it on fire. Yeah, that's also the risk you run if you want to wait for in-play. They can get away from that's you right. right off the bat, too. And you don't have a chance. Yeah. So I think we'll see a good, good, good way to close. It was a horrible start to the Bulls. With the bad matchups oh, I and, know. and quality of games and people opting out. and Had no juice. The last week has been phenomenal. Well, I mean, that's you, you can't possibly beat Saturday. Yeah. I said on, on the air with Brent, uh, Brent Musburger yesterday, I said it's the best Final Four I've ever watched. That includes college basketball. That's how good it was to me. Some people were turned off, though, by the lack of defense. And Mike Palm was one of them. Yeah. We'll talk to him about that on he, Wednesday. He wasn't the only one. He likes more defense. He likes yeah. lower scoring. I get it. Like, that was, it was a circus in the TCU oh, game. The, the third quarter. Four, what was it, 40 points or something? He scored in that third quarter alone? Yeah. Ridiculous. I think, yeah, it was like right around there. 44. 44. 44 point third quarter. <laughs> it had and everything. Like, and, it, and it had like yeah. 15 big plays away, it felt. And turnovers I understand and long that. bombs. It should, yeah, it's a playoff semifinal. We shouldn't have an in-play of 102 and a half. Yeah. Steve Tasker will join the program coming up next. Former Bills great. If Buffalo has anything holding them back this year, what is it? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.